I, <clears throat> I pray that you can feel the nearness of the Lord tonight. I feel the nearness of God. I'm very, just very aware of the presence of the Lord all around me tonight. It feels good. Anybody else feeling good in here tonight? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Grab your Bibles tonight. And what I would ask you to do is go to Acts chapter 3, and I'm going to preach my way to the text tonight. Many times I will preach, obviously, from the text, but tonight I'm going to preach my way to the text, and I'm going to make my way there in a little while. How about that? Is that good? All right. So, Lord, we just commit this time to you. We commit the breaking open of the word to you. We commit the ministry of the Spirit now and the communion of the Spirit to you all over this house. Let the power of the Holy Spirit be made manifest, Lord. I thank you. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I... I want to share a few things tonight, I, and I, I would, it, it would just be so inappropriate for me if I got up here and did not speak about um, our family uh, for just a moment, and, and, and believe me when I say this, in no way do I want to make this night um, about us, um, but it is very, very important. Um, <clears throat> I haven't stood in this pulpit in four weeks. Uh, haven't ministered here in five weeks since Bren's birthday when, when Russ was here. And um, I just, I want to take just a few minutes to say thank you. Uh, thank you for your prayers for our family. Thank you for praying for my mom, uh, my brother Joey, myself, my wife, Josiah, Victoria. Um, <clears throat> I believe most of you know my dad went to be with the Lord. Uh, February 12th, Super Bowl Sunday. He picked a good day to go home. Um, the Lord answered uh, a mega prayer for me, a mega prayer, and that was that I would be right by my dad's side to see him and commission him home to be with the Lord. And I had actually flown back. I was so excited to be here. I prepared a message late Friday night. Uh, actually on the altar of incense, and I was sitting out on the porch, and our, we got some little rockers on our front porch that look like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> and uh, I was sharing with Bren really late into the night hours about this message that I had prepared, and, and then I realized my phone wasn't really in proximity, and so uh, I went back in the master bedroom and lifted it up and saw that my, my mom was saying, hey, time is, it's imminent. And, and it was time to transition. And um, so the next morning, uh, I was on the first flight I could out of here, out of Punta Gorda. And I was right by my dad's side uh, for the last just over eight hours of his life uh, with my mom, with my brother. And we just commissioned uh, dad into heaven. And it was just, it was hard. It was beautiful. And uh, I miss him tonight. I miss him, and um, dad, never, dad never missed a service. He was always online, him and mom. Mom's online right now. We love you, mom. We love you. Uh, 
Um, but dad's in the real cloud tonight. <laughs> I don't think he's missing tonight either. Um, I was right where I needed to be, though, at my dad's side. Um, just so blessed. And uh, a week ago tonight, we were in Illinois. While you guys were here, we had just finished the internment at the gravesite. Um, his celebration of life was, was uh, so beautiful. It, it was a profound time. of uh, Just hundreds and hundreds of people came to honor uh, my father and honor our family. Um, I, I really went back in time. Uh, and so many lives from so many years touched us and wept with us and told us magnificent testimonies of the glory of God, the goodness of God through my dad's life. Uh, through his ministry. My dad was a real, real soul winner and evangelist. And um, I'm not exaggerating. The Holy Spirit knows I'm not exaggerating too right now. My dad led thousands of people to the Lord, to the glory of God. And so many lives were there um, that had been touched by him. Uh, just profound things. Um, the Word of God says, um, Psalm 116, verse 15 believe that is. It says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. And while it is hard, it's still beautiful. And while it's hard, it's still precious. And uh, so tonight, um, I want you to understand and just, just bear with me tonight. Um, I'm, I'm in a brand new season of my life. And things are very different. And, but I've, I've also been able to touch something so sacred and so pure and so holy um, from the beginnings of our family and what Jesus did and the journey. And I have, I've been experiencing um, a, a precious time of brokenness with the Lord. And really a humility and a sensitivity to the Spirit of God that, that I'd really like not to ever lift, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, this has nothing to do with grieving. Grieving, we do, we do not grieve as the world who has no hope. Um, we, the, but the Scripture doesn't say that we don't grieve. We do grieve. We do grieve. And, um, and I'm, I'm turning the page. I, I, I actually, I told Bren, it was around Wednesday night, I really turned the page from wanting to be away from people because I, I, I just kept crying so much. And, um, but my appetite for people changed. I was ready to see people that I love and mix it up with people. And I want to tell you, to be in this room tonight feels tremendous. And I love being right here. I wanted to be here. And um, God is good. Amen. Amen. He's good. So tonight, I'm going to turn the page from that, okay? And I, I want to talk to you. I, <laughs> the Lord's correcting me. I'm not going to talk to you tonight. I'm going to preach to you. How, how about that? I'm preaching to you tonight um, on a subject matter that's so dear to me, and that is revival. And I want to spotlight revival tonight. And I want to go some places tonight. The Holy Spirit desires to take us places tonight. And so I'm going to pray one more time. And I would like you to bow your head and close your eyes. I, you, you all know I, I rarely do this. <laughs> but I just want to do it to honor the King tonight. And let's just take this moment. Holy Spirit, 
I ask you to deluge us and consume us. Holy Spirit, I ask you to consume our city with your glorious presence. I ask you to reveal, Lord, the glory and the fire of our King, that all will know Him and that all will worship Him. Lord, let your revival fire, your holy fire, your holy fire rest on us. And Lord, in these next moments, as we begin to move in the movements and the currents of your presence, I pray that you would ignite fire within hearts and within lives this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Say amen with me tonight. Um, many of you know, on, on February 8th at Asbury University, something, something special happened at their chapel service, something beautiful. And a group, of, a group of students began to linger after the service. They continued to pray. They continued to press into the heart of God. They continued to worship. And they humbled themselves before the Lord. Um, what we have learned about that gathering is that students began to openly repent and openly confess their sins before their other their students and faculties. And the Spirit of the Lord began to meet them. And little by little, the student body began to come back into the chapel and began to gather, and when they did, they started encountering the manifest presence of God, and in their midst, brokenness started happening. Humility, brokenness over sin, brokenness over their lives, desperation for God. The altars began to fill up, and they began to pray over one another. They began to weep over one another. They began to cry out to God, call upon the Lord, <clears throat> the altars began to fill up, and the report was is that they sensed, they had a sense of the very holiness of God. Grab hold of that tonight. They had a very a sense of the very holiness of God, the tangible fear of the Lord. And then what happened was is they went into hours of prayer and intercession. Well, those hours of prayer went on into the night. And those night hours into 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m., they just went on and on. They prayed through the night. The meeting never broke. The chapel filled up to overflow. They created an overflow room. The student body, the faculty stayed in there. It went 24-7. It went night after night, and now it's went into over two weeks. Something extraordinary is really happening. How many of you are aware of this? That's right. 99% of this church, and that's what I thought. <laughs> um, now we're receiving reports of miracles that have happened and healings that have broken out and people being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I saw a video of them casting out a demon right in the midst of the chapel service. And I'll tell you what, 
If, uh, if you have enough of the manifest presence of God in your midst to start having demons manifest, you're in a good, you're in a good place. Can I get a witness? I, uh, I want you to listen to these words, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm quoting the president of Asbury University. These, these are his words. They're not my words. Listen to these words. I quote, he said, there comes a point when people of God become tired of casual prayers and move to a point of desperation, which opens us up to the fresh ways to God's surprising work. And that's what we've been experiencing here at Asbury, end quote. I love that. When casual prayer actually moves to desperation, something fresh and real and holy is happening right now, ladies and gentlemen, throughout America. And it's been birthed by the Spirit of God. There, in my, in my estimation, and I want to speak openly tonight, I, I want to speak humbly tonight, but I want to speak candidly tonight to this. Elements of true, authentic revival are manifesting. People are repenting for sins. Hear this tonight. They're repenting for sins. People are being filled with the Holy Spirit. Men and women are finding reconciliation with God. They're finding reconciliation with their neighbors and with their friends. People are being captured afresh and renewed in their love for Jesus. Day after day, night after night, consecration is being made in Wilmore. And I'm going to go to the distance tonight. So are you all okay? You going to stay with me? Okay. I need you to stay with me tonight. I, uh, I started catching news of this. Um, right before I went back to Illinois, when I found out about the immediacy of, of dad's transition, and I started watching uh, video clips, um, like many of you, social media, and it just, it began to travel, and I was fascinated with what I was seeing, just, just the humility of it, just the raw worship and seeing the altars packed with people praying over one another, and I was moved by the by the Spirit of God. I knew it was pure revival. I love it. My heart said yes. That was the river of God. But then we started seeing something very unique. It started spreading to other college campuses throughout the country. We now have, and, and it could be far more at this point, but I know now, standing here tonight, we now on record have over 30 universities, 30 universities in the United States that have been lit on fire. Come on. Come on. Give praise to God. Hallelujah. My God. Awesome. In some places, hundreds of students are gathering. In some places, thousands of students are gathering. They're kneeling in the grass, reading their Bibles. They're kneeling in the grass, weeping, holding one another, praying over one another, confessing sin. I'm telling you, we're seeing a true move of the Spirit of God in America. 
I'm a happy man, let me tell you right now. <laughs> Brian Gibbs is happy. <laughs> I'm Brian Gibbs, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. We see wave after wave going to universities. And I'll tell you, I'm like you, you're like me. I'm praying that we see the fire of the Lord birth on over into Yale, into Harvard, into Princeton. Come on. Uh, how about this? Into churches. Uh, right here. I heard that right here. Everybody say right here. I want to I want to share something and 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 as humble as I can. And I mean that. I I do not want you to listen to the voice of the critics and the Pharisees right now of revival. I do not want you to listen to the voices of those who believe that now they're the experts on revival and what I'm finding so much of is those who have never studied revival history are now the experts that they think we should be listening to. Um, there's something holy happening. I, and I, I love what the leadership of the school has done, where they have, they have asked for those that are of the age of over 25. They only want those that are of the age 16 to 25 in the building at this point. Why? So that young people can encounter for themselves the presence of God. Come on. They're hungry for Gen Z. They're hungry for Gen Z. They're hungry for Gen, Gen Alpha. I think it's incredible. Young people. Guys, I don't, I don't have to convince you that these last three years have been beyond the most radical shaking we've ever seen. And now here we are seeing people overcome, overwhelmed by the glory and the presence of God. People committing their lives and their hearts to Jesus. I tell you, listen, hear, please hear my heart. And I'm trying to communicate well tonight, even though I'm going slow. I'm in a different gear right now. But we should always be at the place where we celebrate any level of the moving of the Holy Spirit and people responding in humility and brokenness to the Spirit of God. We should always be in that place. Could you, I mean, could you, could you imagine someone tonight being baptized in the Holy Spirit here at the altar and one of our altar workers walk over to me and say, Brian, this young person was just baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I would turn and say, well, that's, that's no big deal. I mean, I was baptized in the Spirit years ago, and that's not really a big deal. Could you imagine that? Well, that would never happen, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying we're in a really poor place if we're not celebrating, celebrating, celebrating all that God is doing on any level, seeing people come to God. And ladies and gentlemen, there's more to the story tonight that I'm, I'm going to keep going. But this is not just young people. I'm telling you, there's no generational gap in this thing. It is going everywhere. Hallelujah. It's going everywhere. Wow. Revival is the only hope for America, ladies and gentlemen. 
I don't have to preach that long and hard here at Victory. Everyone knows that. America has to return to God wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly in this hour. We must return. There must be humility. There must be the turning and the repentance of hearts and lives so that refreshing, times of refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord. Wilmore, Kentucky, where this, this outpouring is happening, it is 50 miles from the historic Cane Ridge Revival of 1801. The town, it's a little bitty town of like 8,000 people. There, there's not enough gas to keep up with cars. There's not enough food in restaurants. There's not enough hotels to keep up with the tens of thousands of people that are coming from everywhere, from other nations, everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Something Something spectacular, and, and, and to dial down that word spectacular, I'm going to hit what, what I'm celebrating the most. I see hunger. The, I see hunger, and hunger ignites me. When I see people hungry for God, this generation is hungry right now, ladies and gentlemen. The young people are hungry for the authentic and for the move of the Spirit of God. They're so hungry. People are coming from everywhere to encounter the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. The revival of 1801, when, when the colonies, well, as, as people began to come out of the 13 colonies of the East Coast, they began to move west. And in Cane Ridge, Kentucky, we know in 1801, the glory of the Lord hit that, that area of frontier. There was an outbreak of the Spirit of God. There was a true awakening. What is happening in Wilmore now is only 50 miles from that location. I believe we're seeing the opening of a well of the heart of America that's going to saturate literally coast to coast from the Carolinas to California. Amen. Glory to God. I... I want to say this humbly tonight. I, many of you know Bren and I's story. Um, we've been, we have been in thousands and thousands of revival services. We've led thousands of revival meetings. I don't say that to, to sound like an expert in revival. I'm not an expert in revival. I've always been a student of revival, and God has used us for his glory wonderfully in revival. But I, knew, I do know something about hosting the glory of the Lord. I do. And I want to tell you from my heart, I believe this is the beginnings of the great, great and glorious shaking of the nations where the glory of the Lord is going to manifest. Hallelujah. This is just the beginnings. And I implore you, friend, I implore you, do not despise the days of small beginnings. For what is to come, for what is to come and what we are stepping into, the invitation of the Holy Spirit summoning us in now. We have been in preparation for quite a while as a family and as friends. I implore you, step into what God is doing. In that stepping in, I am delightfully surprised when I found out the president from Asbury University will be downtown tomorrow morning at Sarasota Baptist First Baptist Church. 
we are going to be attending those meetings. And I want to invite you to come with us. How about that? How many of you would like to come? I think you should. There you go. Good, good, good. Oh, wow. Good. Come with us. Uh, and and as, as you look online, you'll find the, um, what do they call it? What's the first service? The, oh, the modern service is at 9 a.m. The classic service is at 1030. I guess I want to be modern and classic. So I'm going to be going to both services. So I encourage you to come. I want to hear directly from the president. And I also want to receive prayer. Amen? Amen. Come with us. Wednesday night, Brent and I went and saw the opening of Jesus Revolution, a movie that's just been released about the Jesus people outpouring that began in 1970. Now, I want you to track this because in 1970, there was an outbreaking and outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Asbury University. In 1970, get this, 1970, there was an outbreak of the presence of the Lord and revival on Asbury campus in 1970. It lasted five days. But during that time, the Jesus People movement exploded, exploded out of California. This movie that was just released, how many of you have already seen the film? If I can just, okay, okay. We went Wednesday night, and I, I've, I've studied so much about the Jesus People movement. My mom and dad were saved right at the end of the Jesus People movement. Some of you were saved in that very movement right here, and you're waving at me. <laughs> um, we went to the film, and you have to see the film. I mean, I mean, you have to see the film. We finished up, and I went into the men's room, and I was following um, some, some seasoned elderly men, and so we were taking our time <laughs> gingerly, and I was wanting to race to the urinal, but th these guys were holding me up. <laughs> so I, I, was, I was following them, and we finally made it, and you all understand what happens, and so I am, I am at the sink. And I'm, I'm washing my hands, and there's a gentleman next to me. And I look at his face in the mirror, and he looks up, and he looks at my face. And both of us had tears in our eyes. He's washing his hands, I'm washing my hands, and I turned to him, and I said, all I have to say to you is, Lord, do it again. And he said, oh, Lord, do it again. Then he said, have you heard about Asbury? <laughs> and I said, well, yes, I have. He said, my, my grandson called me from Asbury University today. He said, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. He said, my grandson is at Asbury right now, and there's 50,000 people standing on the grounds of the school, worshiping. Pray. Come on. Seeking God. The Jesus People Movement, I know many of you know that at that time in the early 70s that 
the hippie movement was exploding. And what God did, the Spirit of God swept the hippies into places where they could be loved and they could encounter God. They were being delivered out of lifestyles of drugs and psych psychedelic drugs and sexual escapades and alcohol and radical, radical stuff. And the Spirit of God moved for a solid decade throughout America. Millions and millions of young people were saved. They were transformed by the power of the, power of the Holy Spirit. I walk out of the bathroom with this gentleman, and we, we probably looked like we had been friends for years. <laughs> we walk out just talking with one another about the goodness of God, and Bryn's out with these other senior saints, loving on them. And when we begin to talk, what I heard coming up out of them, what I saw in their faces, the tears that were coming out of their eyes, the passion that was coming out of their mouth, I could see that there was no gap generationally. Catch this tonight. There was literally no gap generationally. What they were sharing, their hunger, and what they had prayed for for years, and now what we are seeing on the universities here in the United States, I'm telling you, their hearts were exploding within them. I've got good news. This is not just about young people. Oh, we have to capture the youth of America, and the Spirit of God is. But I'm telling you, everybody has to be all in. Come on, church. Come on. Everybody has to be all in. I believe that the release of this film, I believe the timing is so prophetic. I mean, who, who could have thought it? I mean, it was in the heart and the mind of God. Amazing. The timing of this film, is, it's, it's a God thing. I implore you, go to the film. Let the Holy Spirit ignite you and touch you. We're entering into a great move of God, folks. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I believe nothing is going to stop it. Nothing. Hallelujah. Nothing. Nothing. Revival. Revival is a term that people use to define, I want you to write some of these things down tonight. Revival is a term that people use to try to define a freshly discovered access into the presence of God. Revival is a term that we use about people actually receiving the invitation that goes out from the Spirit of God. And they awaken and they finally say yes. That's what revival is. It's truly an awakening of the consciousness and the soul and the heart of people. That's what revival is. Re revival is a, a place of, of uncommon depth into the presence of God. Revival is a place, it's, it's, it's a more meaningful place of personal encounter and the nearness of the Lord that people receive. That's what revival is. I want to give you a definition. I, I want to give you something tangible tonight to grab hold of. Re revival is when the kiss of God really lands upon people. 
people, it awakens them to the reality of the Spirit of God. It awakens them to the access that we have to the presence of God. And it comes through the blood of Jesus, and it comes through the person of the Holy Spirit. That suddenly people wake up to a realization what was already available to them, and it suddenly takes their breath away, and they realize, I have access before a holy God. And that's when the tangible presence of the Lord begins to drop into a place where the angels of God begin to assist the movements and the wooings of the Holy Spirit. And suddenly a heart is plumed open in the seed of God, the seed of the greatness and the glory of God comes into the hearts of men and women. And there's an exchange of love. And it's something so real and something so radical. What I'm talking about is something so holy. I, I, I want to break it down and just tell you, Jesus is revival. Jesus, he was a revival on legs. Everywhere he went, he turned the world upside down. He was a revival and awakening on legs. There's something holy, pure about the movements of the Spirit. Revival is a, is a phenomenon of God in manifestation. Revival is where Jesus is manifested. And he's tangible right in the midst of the affairs of men and women. And it's not just in churches. It's on the street corners. It's in the universities. It's in the, it's in the mom and pop shops. It's in the coffee shops. Where the tangibility of God is everywhere. Revival. Revival brings conviction of sin. Revival brings us to a place where all unrighteousness begins to be uncovered. And the presence of divine holiness begins to sweep in. Ladies and gentlemen, revival always, always, always begins with repentance. And a true awareness of the Spirit of God uncovering what we've been trying to cover for so long. And it was never hidden from God. It was just that we thought that we were hiding it from God. How foolish. Revival is when heaven collides with earth. And earth gives way. Revival. Revival is the answer for the crisis of godlessness. That we're seeing in our nation. Revival is truly the only hope for America, ladies and gentlemen. It is the only hope for the United States of America. Revival is the unveiling of God. It is the understanding of God to men. Where suddenly our hearts are opened. And now our eyes see. You know, a revelation, a revelation is this. A revelation always existed. You know, the Wright brothers were the ones who tapped into the revelation of flight. But we also know that the revelation of flight was readily available for every generation. But it actually took someone to tap into it. Revelation always existed. But why we call it revelation is because it was unveiled and real. It became real to us. That's what revival is. It's the awareness of the manifest presence of God. 
And when that happens, you see what is now happening at Asbury. There is a humility. There's an intense repentance of sin and brokenness and joy and worship and freedom that's being expressed. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. Man, celebrate when the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes upon you and uncovers things. Celebrate it. You need, to, you need to live and pray in such a way, Holy Spirit, never, ever, ever stop convicting me of sin. You need to celebrate and rejoice. If, there, if, the, if the Spirit of God would ever tell you, you have just grieved me or you have just offended me or you have just hurt me. God has emotions, ladies and gentlemen. God has feelings. God has heart. He is love. He knows what it is to be quenched. He knows what it is to be hurt. Anytime the Spirit of God would woo you and say, that's what offends me, man, repent of it quickly. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing the Spirit of the Lord? Revival is what happens when heaven opens and the glory of the Lord begins to be poured out. Revival, this is good, revival is the rebirth of the church. Hear this tonight. Revival is the rebirth of the church. Revival is massive awakening to the world. Revival is the release of mercy when a nation deserves wrath. Revival is the release of God's mercy when a nation deserves wrath. Hear the spirit of the Lord right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't get around you can't get around it. Judgment is truly coming. It's inescapable. But we are in a window of time of the grace and the mercy of God being poured out. The mercy of God being extended throughout our land of people of all ages, of children, teenagers, universities, people of all ages. God is extending and granting mercy. And I'm going to tell you, I believe it is so beautiful to witness those getting on their knees and humbling themselves before our holy God and Father and saying, God, I repent. That is revival. Revival is times of refreshing. It's times of pure joy. Revival is when the kingdom of God becomes manifest. Tell me tonight what the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Say it with me. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. That's revival. That's revival. Revival is when the kingdom of God gets put on display. Grab a hold of this tonight. Revival is when the sound and the song of heaven begins to thunder through his people in the earth. And that's when angels start joining in. As I've been jumping on the chapel services these few weeks and just getting glimpses, I could hear the song and the sound of heaven and the beauty 
of what was released in that, just the fragrance and the fragrance of oil that was being poured upon those people. And when I say those people, I mean our brothers and our sisters. I said our brothers and our sisters. Again, ladies and gentlemen, leave the critics behind, especially the silly, charismatic critics who are, who are going into the meeting. with this, this, man, this couldn't be a move of God. They're not even waving flags. I mean, this couldn't be a move of God. They're not, they don't even have a fire tunnel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're not experts on the move of God. We just crave and hunger and thirst for more of God. Oh, just, just stay humble. Just stay humble and stay low and crave the holiness of God. Crave, crave and hunger for the holiness of God and the purity of God, the purity of the moving of the Spirit. Just stay low. Don't critique. Just say, God, I want more of you. I want more of you. Revival is not seasonal. You've heard me say this so much. It's a lifestyle. Revival is not a season. God does not call us into seasons of revival. That, that would be as absurd as saying God is calling me into a season of prayer. He doesn't really call us into seasons of prayers. What, what the Holy Spirit does is he, he summons and issues an invitation for a lifestyle of prayer and a lifestyle of intimacy, a lifestyle of devotion with the Lord. It's not a seasonal thing. It is a lifestyle thing. Revival is to be an ongoing, living, living lifestyle. I want you to look at Acts 3, and you thought I forgot, but I didn't. In Acts 3 tonight, there's these powerful, precious words. And thank you for staying with me and moving with me as I'm releasing this. I, I'm, you all understand, I'm in a different place tonight. I've come home different. And I knew it would be, but boy, I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Acts 3 and verse 19, it says, Repent, therefore... And be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And so that times of refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord. Let's read that again together. So that times of refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord. You want to know what revival is? I want to tell you. It's right there. It's where times of refreshing come out of the presence of the Lord. Because of people who humbled themselves and repented. And their sins were blotted out and removed from them. Oh, there's nothing greater than sins being removed from the east as far as the east is from the west. Aren't you, aren't you glad you've been delivered from the sins of your past? Oh, come on, church. Give God praise tonight. Give God praise tonight. We are not who we used to be. But when we repent of our sins, God blots our sins out that were contrary or against us. But then he says, times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. And then verse 20 says that he may send Jesus Christ who was preached to you, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. There's so much in there. 
and I don't want to try to belabor all of those points. There is epic revelation there. And it's concerning Jesus going into the heavens and God working. Even though God is outside of time, he has set times in motion where he has declared, I am going to do this thing. And one thing that we can set our watch to, so to speak, is when we humble ourselves and we turn to God and we repent, you can, you can be sure of this. Times of refreshing are going to come from the Lord. Times of refreshing, times of renewal. Times where the Lord can remove grief out of you and he can give you a garment of praise. Instead of a spirit of heaviness. Where he can give you beauty for ashes. Where he can give you the oil of joy instead of mourning. Let me tell you, I'm a recipient of that right here. He gives us beauty from ashes. Times of refreshing come from the Lord. And throughout our journey, as the Holy Spirit sweeps into to gatherings... I have been, I've had my breath taken away by the Spirit of the Lord, seeing what God can do in moments of time. I was talking to Brent about this little side note. I was talking to Brent about this the other day. Um, I was, I was, a few years back, I was preaching a meeting, and it was, it was a large meeting, well over a thousand people. And the Spirit of God was breaking out so strong. And a Methodist pastor approached me. And at the time, Bren and I were praying that, that God would open up doors really to more mainline denominational churches. We were believing to break into Methodist churches. And we wanted to break into Lutheran churches. And we, you know, surprise, <laughs> you know. And uh, so this Methodist pastor comes to me and um, he was, he was just overcome by the Lord and said, would you please pray about coming to our church? And hands me his card. And we, we're connecting there in private in the altar space and the chairs. We're down on the floor together. And I was so excited to get his card and to, to meet him. And, and, and without praying, I just said, yes, I'll come. I, I've got a few more weeks booked up, but I'm going to call you and, and we'll get you on our calendar. I'm, I'm coming. And and to my shock and my surprise, about four weeks later, I show up at the church, and there's, there's five people. <laughs> there's five people. There's the pastor, there's four others, and there's me. Now, let me tell you what happened. That night, three people were baptized in the Holy Spirit. This other woman, I cast out many demons out of her. The pastor's wife was baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire. And folks, that's what revival looks like. That's what revival looks like. Whether, whether it's masses or whether it's few, it's the Spirit of God breathing into a place and people encountering the living God. The Holy One, encountering Jesus, encountering the power of His Spirit. So he says that times of refreshing, they come from the Lord. 
2 Chronicles 7, 14, we know it well, but I want your eyes to look at it afresh tonight. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, they'll pray and they'll seek my face and they'll turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. That's a powerful, powerful promise of God. We are in that time. We are in that time. Jeremiah chapter 33. Cody, I'm going to have you come in just a moment. Chapter 33 in verse 3, God says, call to me. I will answer you. Oh, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. What's he saying? I'm going to show you things you know nothing about. I want you to call to me. And I'm going to answer you. Hear this freshly from God tonight. I want you to call to me. And I promise you, I'm going to answer you. And I'm going to show you things you don't know anything about. That's the cry of my heart. What we've seen in the past, we celebrate. We celebrate past moves of God. But we are now at the tipping point and stepping in, I believe, into the greatest move of the Spirit of God before the return of Jesus Christ. We are stepping, please hear these, please hear these words. We are stepping in to the greatest outpouring that will move us in to the harvest of the ages where Jesus will receive his inheritance and his reward from all the nations of the earth. And then his glorious return shall come. He's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's coming. The king is coming. Here comes the bride. <laughs> ha! All dressed in white. And where is the groom? He's preparing. Come, Cody. Come. I, I desire for us to do this. If you would just put your Bibles aside and look this way for a few more minutes. If I can go back a little bit. When, when our family was wonderfully, gloriously saved at the end of the Jesus movement. My mom and dad were, were powerfully delivered out of the drug culture of the 70s and a lot of addiction and pain. And our, our house went from the presence of demons to the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of angels. In the church that I was raised in, and I saw many of the people I saw many of the people at my dad's celebration of life that used to be in our church and used to be in our prayer room and people that knew Brian when Brian was that big. <laughs> but in that church, I want to tell you, one of, the, one of the great things that stays with me that's still alive and burning in my spirit is our altars were full. Our altars were full of people seeking God all the time. When our pastor would give an altar call, 
people would come and build an altar of prayer. There's a time for praying for everyone. I love that. I love it all. I'm all in. But I also love the times where we come and we build an altar before the Lord and we present our heart to the Lord and we begin to call out to Him for the fresh outpouring of His Spirit. Tonight, in just a few moments, I'm going to open this altar. And we're going to go into a time of prayer and intercession. Those of you online, stay with us. We're going to go into a time of prayer and intercession over our lives, over our church, over our churches, over our city, over our region, over the universities of this country, and over the nations. We're going to come and build the altar tonight. I know you are hungry for revival. I know you are hungry for awakening. And we are contending for reformation. Man, guys, this is a mighty, mighty hour. I'm so deeply stirred. I'm excited. I've tried to stay away from that word tonight because it just seems too shallow. I'm just, I'm so deeply stirred and moved in my spirit where we are at. The Spirit of God is going to break forth. The Spirit of God is going to break forth from this place. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Glory to God. If one of the men here can help me and just take the pulpit. Thank you, Philip. I want you to come. I don't want you to delay. I want you to come. Come to the altar tonight. Come to the altar. We're going to release a cry tonight. A cry to the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you want to kneel, if you want to lay before the Lord, I want some of our intercessors to join me on the stage. You're ready to pray with me. You know who you are. Those of you that I've asked, just come and be ready. You can find a place. You can kneel before the Lord. You can lay before the Lord. Find a place. Make that place. Make your altar tonight right up here on the stairs. Hallelujah. Yeah, let's begin to pray in the Spirit.
Let's call out for the Lord right now for our own lives. For our own lives that we would make our life an altar unto the fire and the glory of God to rest. A personal consecration. Take your delight in us, O Lord. Take your delight in us, O God.
release a hunger and a thirst for you, Lord, for your presence, for your word. Release a hunger. Release a hunger. Release an agony for you and release a hunger, God. Release an agony for thirstiness for you, God. Release a groan right now for the things of God. Release an agonizing groan for His presence to just habitate among us. God, make us a holy habitation. A fresh baptism of fire, Lord. A fresh baptism of fire for us, God. God, help us contend for this. Give us the hunger to contend for this, God. Give us the hunger to break through for this, God. God, we're hungry for you, Lord. Nothing else will do. We're hungry for you, Jesus. We're hungry to see your face, to see your power manifest among us, God. Transform us, Lord. Transform us, Jesus. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall 
be filled. And he said, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the revival and the outbreaking of your revival fires across the land. And Father God, we pray that the revival fire you ignited at Asbury, that it will not go out, God. We thank you, God, for an increased awareness and a deep, deep desire for your presence. Now is the time for the great harvest of souls. Yes. Now is the time for the great harvest of souls. It's your kingdom come. It's your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's revival and it's now. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, we ask you to bring conviction of sin and also a deep, deep, genuine repentance. Spirit of God, we decree and declare that no one and nothing will stop this final harvest of the ages. Nothing and no one will stop this final harvest of the ages. Almighty God, Almighty God, what you have promised, you will perform. We thank you, God, that sounds will arise from city streets of spontaneous outbreaks of powerful worship. Sounds will arise. Jesus, you said in John 12, 32, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. We thank you, God, that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to to mankind by which we must be saved. Father, we thank you for the spirit of humility, that we would walk in humility just like Moses did, so that we put no confidence in the flesh, but we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. May Jesus receive all the adoration, honor, and glory due to his name. Receive it all, Lord Jesus. We pray for good and lasting fruit to be birthed from revival. We will proclaim your name to this generation, and we will see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes! Lord, I pray for the identity of these young people, Lord. Give them an assurity, Lord, that they are a son and a daughter of the Almighty God. There is no confusion in this generation, God. Lord, I thank you that you are with them and amongst them, Father. You are with them and you are speaking now in this hour to our young people, Lord, and our old people. Your time is not up yet, says the Lord. You are to father, you are to mother, you are to teach, and you are to guide. Lord, give us an open ear to hear and learn, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just come and be here, Lord. Come and walk and be amongst us, Father. 
Let us have a visitation from you, God, here and now in this hour, in this church, in this region, in our nation, Father God. Let there be true repentance and let there be true freedom that is lasting in our region and in our nation, God. Let there be an awakening that will bring you ultimate glory, God. No man will take your glory, Father God. Let there be an outpouring. Let the harvest come and your plan unfold right before us, God. Holy Spirit, ultimately, Lord, have your way. And draw people to you, Lord. Father, let the answers come and let our ears open, Father. Lord, just call them to yourself, God. Let the people be cut to the heart and drawn to you, God. Let them repent and receive you, Lord. Lord, like I said, open our eyes and open our ears, Lord. Let us hear what you're saying in this hour, Father God. Holy Spirit, let your wind blow. Pour out streams on this dry ground, God. Pour out your spirit in this hour, Father God. Lord, we are homesick for you, God. We are homesick for you, Jesus, and this land desperately needs you, Jesus. Lord, I repent on behalf of my age group, Lord. Mothers thinking that they, they don't have what it takes or they're too busy or whatever it is, Lord. We are worthy because you are worthy, God. Just use us, Father God. Use us, Father God. Use the mothers. Lord, let their, their first ministry to their children, Lord, they're pouring into this next generation, Father God. Lord, I thank you for a revival in the mothers, Father God. Lord, I thank you that they're coming, Lord, and they're not hiding anymore, that they were coming out from insecurities, Father God. Lord, I just thank you for that, Father. Holy Spirit, have your way in this hour, Father God. Lord, let true repentance come in every way, God. In every way, God, we worship you right now, God. We worship you right now, God. I want to grab hold of something that Sandra prayed moments ago, and that was for the youth of America to have an encounter with God. Let's grab a hold of that corporately and begin to cry out to the Lord for the youth of America, for the children of America, every one of us together. Let's call out for them. Let the delivery power of the Holy Ghost hit our young people, oh God. 
set them free from perversions and sexual addictions, oh God. Set them free from pornography, oh God. The sword of the Lord, come. The cleansing torch of God, deliver them from sexual immorality. Cry out their freedom over them tonight. Cry out their freedom and deliverance over them tonight. Oh Lord, we speak awakening to their heart. Awakening to their heart that they would turn to you with all that they are. That they would turn, that they would have a realization, Lord, and a revelation of the emptiness of their life, the emptiness of their soul. And deliver them from those suicidal thoughts, suicidal spirits of death. Be gone. Spirit of God, come in. Oh, Spirit of God, come in. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, come rushing in. Deliver them, Lord. Deliver them in the valley of the shadow of death. Deliver them, Lord. Loose salvation, church. Just loose salvation over the youth of America. Loose deliverance to the children of America. Loose healing, inner healing and deliverance to the children of America. Yes, Lord, right now we just pray multi-generational, multi-generational that there would be the outflow as these youth are coming to you that that would cause conviction in our lives, Lord. Let us not shrink back from stepping into the promised land, that we would be people of faith and not unbelief, that not only Joshua and Caleb and the next generation, but all of us step in, all of us receive that healing. Revive us, Lord. Revive us, Lord. Revive means bring back to life. Bring back to life our hopes, our dreams, our visions, the promises that were given to us, those that have traveled for a long time through the years, that we would be revived again, that we would be strengthened again, we would be able to step in, Lord. You're bringing those harvesters back to life so that we might be able to go out into the fields and bring in the harvest. Bring in the harvest that you want, Lord, that your church would be awake and alive for this, that it wouldn't be in slumber, that it would be in revival, that it would be alive, and that we would have your heart, Lord, your heart, Lord, for the people that are dying in their sin and being separated from you for all of eternity, that we would not shrink back, 
but it is no gaps. I love that. There's no gaps. I don't care how young or how old you are. You are needed. You're needed. That's it. Say it. God wants you to step into what he has called you. And everyone has a gift. Everyone has a place. All hands on deck. Everybody is needed. Please, please don't shrink back. Don't be complacent. Step in. This is your time. This is your moment. From Simeon, when he saw Jesus, he said, Lord, your promise has been fulfilled. Anna, who has spent time in the temple for years and decades, she says, I have seen my Savior. I have seen my Savior. People, don't give up. Don't give up. Step into all that God has for you. Allow him to do that work in your life. Please, I beg of you, believe him for this time. God, help us. God, help us to believe and not walk in unbelief and be miss out on this opportunity. I cry that I would not miss out on this opportunity, God. That I would not... Be afraid to step into all that you want to do. And I pray that for everyone who's hearing my voice right now. That you would not be afraid. Don't allow anything in your life. If you need to repent from something, repent of it. And allow the Holy Spirit to fill you and to step into everything that he has for your life. Everywhere you go, you are a walking epistle. You are the only gospel somebody might hear. Don't shrink back. Give them that opportunity to be able to see the transformative power of God in your life. That this society, this culture would be changed because of the atmosphere change that comes through each and every one of you. Give glory to God.
Lord, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Revival, we welcome you. God of breakthrough, we welcome you. Lord, we welcome your awakening. We welcome your glory into our home, into our lives, in our children, in the generation that to come. We welcome you, Lord. We prepare the way. Lord, we stand as fathers and mothers where we need to stand firm and to confront and Lord to confront these powers of principalities to confront the demonic influence Lord to stand firm and we welcome you Lord Lord let this let this nation let Sarasota be the land of revival for your glory Lord we call forth every son and daughter that has walked away Lord, we call for yeah. those come on, come on. sons and daughters. Pray it. Call them forth. They have slipped away in the homosexuality. Lord, we call forth revival among the LGBTQ. Lord, we come say on, pray it. Yes, LGBTQ Lord. LGBTQ will be saved, will be transformed. There shall be great awakening among them, Father, in the name of Jesus. We call forth, Sarasota shall turn back to the Lord. Shall, shall turn yes. back to the Lord. We call forth an institution. We call forth, we call forth in the name of Jesus.
for outpouring, for souls to be saved, for lives to be transformed, for awakening to come, for revival to come, for reformation to come in Jesus' name. Lord, bend us. Speak to us, Lord. Reveal your heart towards us. Let us do all that you desire for us to do. Let us yield to you, Lord. Let us make the commitments and the sacrifices that you need us to make in this hour for revival and awakening and outpouring for what you're wanting to do. Lord, let us yield to it, to seize it, to apprehend it, to foster it. In this generation, oh God, do it, Lord, do it, Lord. And just as the Jesus, the Lord just, I just feel like the Lord dropped this in my spirit, that just as the Jesus movement was starting to wane, it was in the late 60s and early 70s it was strong and as it began to wane was right around the time that Roe v. Wade was was put into place and I don't think it's any just happenstance that less than a year after Roe v. Wade was abolished in this nation that God has begun to move on the young people again Yes, Lord. Shame. 
We thank you for your mercy. That you've given us mercy where we deserve wrath. Both in our country and personally, God, thank you for your mercy. And Romans 12, verse 1 in the Passion Translation, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred, living sacrifices, and live holiness, live in holiness experiencing all that delights his heart for this becomes your genuine expression of worship that's our response god we lay our lives down we repent for anything in us that doesn't line up with your heart god that our appropriate response to you would be Forgive us. It's all yours. God, seek and search out the deep places of our hearts, of our minds. Put the spotlight of your word in every area of our hearts. Show us where we might have ulterior motives. Search our motives, God. The inward parts. Reveal to us every area that's not pleasing to you. We want revival to start with us. I want a personal revival in my life. I don't want to have anything in the way. God, I personally repent for having any critical thoughts or judgment toward anyone. God, I bind my mind to your, your mind and your heart. God, that, that I would see everybody through your eyes, through your love. That I would see people how you see people. And you see people through Jesus. God, forgive me. God, I pray that each one of us would be so sensitive to your precious Holy Spirit that the moment we step out of line, the moment we have a wrong thought, the moment we have a wrong motive, you would be so quick and we would be so quick to hear and respond to you. And we so thank you for your precious Holy Spirit and your quick conviction in our lives, God. We declare, Jesus, you will get your full reward that you paid the price for. You did not pay that price in vain. May you have that reward in me. May you have that reward in us. May you have that reward in our city. May you have that reward that you paid the price for in our country. In the world, God. 
You deserve your full reward. You deserve it all. Man, start right here. We love you. You're so worthy. The cost of revival is surrender. In order to have more of him, there needs to be less of me. In order to have more of him, there needs to be less of you. All to Jesus we surrender. All to Jesus we surrender, not some. We surrender all. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for sending your son to die on that cross for me and my friends here. He died for us. Now we're going to die that he might be made known to others. He died on that cross that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Now we're going to die. We're going to die to ourselves, to our ambitions, to our own dreams and our own agendas so that he might live, so that he might rise up in us, that others wouldn't see us, but they'd see him in us. We're going to do whatever you want to do, God. We surrender our lives. We give up, Lord. We give up on our lives, God. We surrender. We surrender. We give up that you might live in us, that you might shine in us, that you might speak through us, God, that you might use us. Let them not see us. Let them see you, Lord. Oh, God, use us. Use us. We even put away our fears. We put away wanting things to be convenient. We put away time, Lord. We have all the time in the world because we have nothing to do except what you want to do. We give it all, Lord. We give our lives. We give our voices. We give our acts of kindness. We give it all to you, Lord. Use it, God. Use it to save souls. Use it, God, that it might be someone else's turn now to get saved. We call the people into salvation. We call them into their divine destiny. We call them into the kingdom of God. Come on in, Sarasota. Come on in. Young and old, we call you in. Every color, man, woman, and child, we call you into the kingdom of God. We call you into the house of God. We call you into this house of God. We call you into victory. We call you into the Father's love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Shout the hallelujah over that tonight. Hallelujah! Revive us again, O oh God. 
I know you will give us a fresh start. Then all your people will taste your joy and gladness. Pour out even more of your love on us. Reveal more of your kindness and restore us back to you. Now I'll listen carefully for your voice and wait to hear whatever you say. Let me hear your promise of peace, the message every one of your godly lovers longs to hear. Just don't let us in our ignorance turn back from following you, for I know your power and presence shines on all your lovers. Your glory always hovers over all who bow low before you. Your mercy and your truth have married each other. Your righteousness and peace have kissed. Flowers of your faithfulness are blooming on the earth. Righteousness shines down from the sky. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down blessing after blessing. And prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest. For justice and righteousness are his forerunners preparing a path for his steps. Lord, I pray that you would revive me in my personal life, God. I pray that you would revive victory, a church of his presence, Lord. I pray, God, that you would revive Sarasota, Lord. Revive Florida, God, and revive the United States of America, Lord. Oh, God, we cry out for revival, for awakening, God, for reformation, Lord. We thank you, God, for what you're doing at Asbury, God, and in all the universities and with the young people, Lord. Continue to pour out your spirit on them, Lord. Lord, bring revival in the universities in our country, God. Lord, let it spread like wildfire, Lord. Lord, let your fire fall on those universities, God. Let your river flow in those universities, God. Let your presence be manifested in such a way that it can't be denied. Lord, face-to-face encounters with you, Lord. Lord, let your glory fill those universities, God. Let your glory fill the universities in Florida, God. Lord, just let your spirit hover over them. Draw those young people to yourself. We remove the blinders that the enemy has put on them. Lord, cause them to be able to see clearly, Lord. To see you, Lord. To see your salvation, God. Lord, just touch their hearts, Lord. Lord, and let the praises to you be lifted in those universities, Lord. Praises and praises, day and night, praises and incense just lifted before you, Lord. God, we thank you. We thank you for the start, and we know, Lord, that you will bring it through to a finish, God. Lord, that you will continue to work in our nation, Lord, and we thank you, God. Thank you for all you're doing. Lord, we just thank you with all our hearts, God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the report that we are hearing, Lord. 
Lord, you are beginning to heal our land. Lord, let this be a weekend, Lord God, where you begin to rebuild the altar of the Lord in various communities, Lord, throughout our nation, Lord God. Lord, we repent for our unbelief, Lord God. We repent for your church having an evil heart of unbelief and turning away from the living God. Lord, we ask that the Holy Spirit would be given its rightful place, Lord God. And Lord, we come against, we take the power and the dominion you have given to us as a people, and we bind the religious spirit that resists the move of God. We come against it tonight, Lord God. We forbid it to operate in our region any longer, Lord God. We forbid that religious spirit from replacing the Holy Spirit in the churches, Lord, of this region, Lord God. And we call forth a rebuilding of the altar of the Lord. Lord, we even here tonight, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you would reassemble your altar. Lord, we ask that you would consecrate this altar by the blood of the Lamb, Lord God. For the life is in the blood, Lord God. So we ask, Lord God, that this altar would be energized by your life, Lord God. These living stones would come alive with the life of the Lord, our great high priest, whoever liveth, to make intercession. We ask that this altar beat with his heartbeat of intercession for this nation, Lord God, and the nations of the earth, Lord God, the nations of the world, Lord God. Lord, and we ask that you would put fresh fire on your altar, Lord God. You light the fire, Lord God, and we will maintain it, Lord. Lord, we ask for fresh fire, fresh oil, Lord God, fresh movement of your spirit, Lord God. Assemble your altar throughout this region, Lord God. And Lord, we don't think it's any mistake, Lord, that you are sending the president of Asbury into our region tomorrow, Lord God. Lord, we pray for that Baptist church, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would assemble, Lord God, a new altar in that house, Lord God, that you would bring together your living stones, Lord God, and rekindle your fire upon that altar, Lord God. Lord, we ask that the groan from the throne would find a place in our own hearts, Lord God. Father God, you said that you are releasing a new sound from this house, Lord God. And that's the sound of your heart, Lord God. The sound of your heartbeat. The sound of your heart cry. Crying out for the lost souls, Lord God. Birthing and travailing, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, for fresh supernatural activity to be upon this house and the houses of the Lord throughout this region, Lord. 
ask for fresh derail, Lord God. Fresh birth pains, Lord God. Reopening of the wells of salvation in this region, Lord God. A sharpening of the prophetic edge, Lord God. Upon each house, Lord God, that we would no longer believe the report of the enemy, Lord God. But we would believe the report of the Lord. Lord, that no longer will the enemy's voice be heard from the pulpits, Lord God, in this region, Lord God. But the report of the Lord shall go forth from the house of the Lord. And it shall bring great destruction to the plans and the schemes of the enemy in this region. So we call forth a fresh activation, Lord God, of your harvesting angels, of reopening the wells of salvation, of birthing and travailing prayers to be found in the house of the Lord, calling forth, birthing, Lord, many, many souls into the kingdom of God, Lord God, not by our might, not by our power. But by the Spirit of the Lord, we ask the Spirit of the Lord would come mightily upon the houses of the Lord in this region, Lord. And Lord, even as he hovers over the church, Lord God, as a mother hen hovers over her eggs, Lord, until they be birthed, Lord God, we ask for the birthing power of the Holy Spirit to rest upon the houses of the Lord in this region until that very desire of Father's heart be birthed in and through his people. So we are calling forth for that fresh fire, Lord God. Fresh fire, Lord God. Fresh rebuilding of the altar of the Lord. Fresh recovery of the testimony of the Lord going forth from the pulpits in this region, Lord God. No longer the false report of the enemy, Lord, but the true word of the Lord growing strong and prevailing over this region, being raised above all the other voices in this region, Lord God. That sure, certain trumpet sound that would awaken your people, that would call your people back into a season of warfare, Lord to recover all that the enemy has stolen in the past season, Lord God. We call for a season of recovery, Lord God, in your house, Lord God. Recovery of souls, recovery of healings, recovery of signs and wonders and miracles in the houses of the Lord. Divine awakening, Lord God. Lord, rip off the veils of deception. Rip off the veils, Lord God, that religion has put upon the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord God. Divine recovery. Divine awakening, Lord God. Awaken to your voice. Awaken to your spirit, Lord God. Lord, we call forth, Lord God, a new increase and supernatural activity in this region, Lord God. Yeah, come on! Signs, wonders, movement, Pray it! Gifts, things, Lord God. Lord, more angelic activity, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that angels would be set forth from the throne with fresh oil and fresh fire to 
divine commissionings, Lord God. New scrolls of assignment, Lord God. Place them in the depths of your people, Lord God. Fresh fire deposited, Lord God, upon the altar of their hearts, Lord God. Consuming them with holy desire for the house of the Lord. Zeal for the house of the Lord. Lord, let your people come back to your house. Be committed to your house. Be built together a holy habitation, Lord God. We believe, Lord God, the word of your prophets, Lord God. Even the prophet that was in this house recently, Lord God, that this is the time when you are calling us back. This is a time when you shall visit us and build your habitation in our midst, Lord God. New prophetic edge, Lord God. New wells of salvation, Lord God. Fivefold ministry activated in the house of the Lord. Signs and wonders and miracles, Lord God. Swirling supernatural activity giving birth to the kingdom of God and full demonstration, Lord God. No lack in your house, Lord God. We call it forth in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Lift up a mighty praise to God. Come on, a praise of faith. A word of faith. A praise of faith. Gather in with one another. Come on, gather in. Gather in with one another. Get in some clusters right now. Get in some clusters all over this room and in these altars. Cluster up together. Hold one another tonight. Those of you out there, stand to your feet. Those of you that are left in the room tonight. Glory, 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 glory. Pour out your spirit, oh God. Pour out your spirit. Mark, put those young women in your circle right there. Let's pray for a fresh baptism of fire. A fresh baptism of fire. We're stepping in, Lord. We're entering in. We're entering into this move. Hallelujah. We enter in, Lord. You guys grab Mary and Henry right there. Wrap up around them. Come on. The holiness of your presence, God. The fire of your glory. The fire of your holiness, God, upon this altar. The fire of your holiness on this altar. We won't let go. Hallelujah. We speak times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing. 
Times of renewal from the presence of the Lord. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Lord, we thank you. You're releasing vision. You're releasing vision. You're releasing vision to the house. You're releasing vision to the city. Hallelujah. Vision to the church. Praises to our God. Praises to our God. Oh. Rain down upon us, Lord. Rain down upon us. Rain down. Rain down. Rain down upon us. Rain down upon us. Times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Lord, that every individual will be part of this move of God. Every one of our little children, every father, every mother, every single individual will be brought into this fresh move and outpouring. In the name of Jesus. Well, can we lift up a praise to God? Can we lift up a shout to the Lord? Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you that your strength is perfect. Your strength is perfect. You are awesome, God. You are awesome in this place. Thank you for tonight, Father. Thank you that we are in one place together and in unity. Thank you for Victory Family that's online with us tonight. Make us a holy habitation, O oh God. Hallelujah. I, I pray this prayer, and this is where I want to close tonight. I pray this prayer often, and it's a simple prayer. But I pray that you would make it your prayer, and you would decree it all the time. Sarasota, receive the kingdom of God. Just pray right now. Pray. And now pray this, Sarasota, receive the king. Love on one another tonight. We bless you. And I want to I say again, church, it's so good to be home with you. I have missed you greatly. And thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your prayers over our family, our lives. You have carried us. The ministry of the Holy Spirit and your prayers have carried our family. We love you. We bless you. Love on one another tonight. Good night.